Many of us delay starting or completing a piece of work because we don't feel like doing it, even though putting it off will make our lives more difficult in the long run. So in this podcast, we're going to look at how to stop procrastination in its tracks so you can be more productive, successful and happier too. This is the Smart Connector podcast and I'm your host, Jane Baylor. Today, we're going to look at the fascinating topic of productivity and how to stop procrastination from derailing your business and life. But first of all, let's look at the top five reasons people do procrastinate. The first is lack of motivation. When you're not clear about your purpose, you'll find it challenging to get started on and complete a project or task. You may feel confused about what to prioritize or whether you should even be embarking on this course of action at all. One of my favorite phrases is always be clear about your purpose or others will use you for theirs. So if you're not clear on why you've committed to do something, don't just rush in or do it because you think you should. Actually take the time to ask whether this particular project or activity truly serves you and only proceed if it does. Focusing and taking action on the wrong things is connected to emotional self-regulation, especially how we manage difficult emotions such as fear, anxiety and frustration. Often, and especially if we have neurodiverse traits such as ADHD, we manage these feelings incorrectly through making impulsive decisions instead of the right decisions. In other words, we jump into things without thinking, and that's why we struggle with motivation. When you think about impulsivity, that it's that immediate feeling of something. It's that immediate feeling that you need to act And it's very helpful in terms of distracting us from complex and sometimes painful and uncomfortable decisions and choices. But when we don't recognize how damaging an impulsive decision can be, we're left with the consequences of those reactive choices. That's when we take action on the wrong things and then we turn into busy fools who abandon tasks halfway through or never get them going in the first place. So it's important to remember that procrastinators often choose immediate gratification, which can lead to them prioritizing pleasurable activities over the tasks that are necessary for achieving their goals, which is why if this is something that you feel applies to you, you need to be disciplined around pulling back and asking yourself whether a project or task is really something you need to do, whether you're just diving in for all the wrong reasons and to resolve the pain of indecision. The second cause of procrastination is fear of failure. You may procrastinate because you're scared of failing or of not meeting your own or others' expectations, and this can often feel paralyzing and prevent you from even starting a task. If you're afraid that you'll fail at something, ask yourself what's the worst that could happen. Normally, all those voices in your head are just your primitive brain doing what's called threat monitoring, which is a running program that's telling you what could go wrong. Most of the time, we'll be imagining the very worst consequences of failure, which are actually very unlikely to happen. When you stop asking yourself what could go wrong and you ask yourself what could go right instead, you'll feel more inspired to tackle those challenging but important tasks. The third cause of procrastination is a tendency to perfectionism. And I personally suffered from this most of my life because I have extremely high standards for myself and I don't want to let those standards drop. I have to remind myself that done is better than perfect and that it's more important to put stuff out rather than fret about what others think or whether it's good enough to compare to others. 
I mean, look at this episode, for example. It's pretty simple and it's not perfect for sure. But if you're still here, you may decide to go and browse my other content. And in my world, a volume of output helps us creators get found and followed. So I always tell myself done is better than perfect. And I can always go back and create a higher quality version later. Practice makes perfect, as they say, and all the most successful people in the world have failures behind them. And this is where the 80% rule comes in. As long as your work is at 80% standard, that's good enough. That really is. Complete it and leave it there. The concept is really that there is no such thing as 100% perfect. Now, one manifestation of perfectionism is the comparison trap, which in our hyperconnected world is a constant challenge today. And this is when we're constantly looking over our shoulder at the best of the best in terms of what we are wanting to achieve. You don't have to be like or better than others who have been at it for many years more than you. Your time will come. Start now and get perfect later. The fourth reason people procrastinate is overwhelm. We procrastinate when we feel overwhelmed by the number of tasks we need to complete. And this can lead to a sense of paralysis or indecision, which fries our brains so much that we start generalizing about how we can't do anything at all. The answer is taking the time to plan and make lists. There's a famous book called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy that addresses this. And he suggests we start every day with the task we least want to do and have been putting off. I personally try to follow this advice. Well, to be honest, I find it a little bit brutal to start the day with my most hated task. But I am disciplined and I do build time into my daily schedule to tackle one task every day that is not what I would choose to spend my time doing before I get on to my preferred or most favorite work. So this does work. The fifth cause of procrastination is distractions. And we all know that technology and social media has made it easier than ever to become distracted. It's so easy just to pick up your phone, which might be in your pocket or on the table next to you, to scroll through social media or watch YouTube as a mindless distraction. I mean, I certainly do all of those things. But, you know, soon enough, those deadlines start piling up and the project you had two weeks to complete, you're now forced to finish in hours. I really do struggle with this myself. I've evolved a style of working that often combines my phone and laptop and I use both at the same time. Although I do keep my phone on silent and my notifications off, when I go on social media, which I obviously do for my work, I sometimes forget why I'm there and I get caught up browsing and responding to the entertainment updates and communications that are there. And before I know it, 10 or 15 minutes have passed and I've forgotten why I was there at all. Does that sound familiar to you? I'm sure it does. So the answer to this is mindfulness. I have a mild ADHD, so I often play focus tracks on Spotify to remind me of the need to concentrate on the task in hand. So I encourage you to reflect on why procrastination might be an issue for you. Ask yourself, how is it affecting you, your work and others you care about? When you can look in the mirror and say with clarity, this is the impact of procrastination on me, my business or career and the people I love, You've taken the first and most important step to resolving the issue. Get feedback from others if you need it. Allow yourself to hear what they have to say. Now, there's a concept called proximity of consequence where people's actions are influenced by how far away a consequence is from impacting their daily life. Let me explain. Taking the analogy of smoking, somebody who smokes, if you say, do you know it's bad for you? You know, yes, they'll say. 
you know, you'll die because of it. They go, yeah. If you ask them, does that help you stop? They'll say no, because the proximity of the consequence is distant and therefore it's easy for people to go into denial. Now, if we said to the same person, uh, why don't you lace your next cigarette with cyanide? Would you smoke it? They'll say no. Why? Because I'll die. Now, the only thing that changed was the proximity of the consequence. Instead of it being so far away, it drew immediate change with no question. So to help incorporate change into your everyday life and work, visualize the consequences of your procrastination that's happening right now and reflect on what you might lose out on. It also helps to surround yourself with people who will hold you accountable and remind you of that commitment that you made to yourself. If you'll allow someone to coach you, you can keep that accountability in place so you stay on track. Over time, you'll redevelop a new and more helpful aversion to putting things off because that's the goal really, to associate stress with the act of procrastination. And if you can do that, then change will naturally follow. So to summarize, the main causes of, pro of procrastination are a lack of clarity and purpose, which results in impulsive decisions and taking action on the wrong things, a fear of failure, perfectionism, overwhelm, and not removing or dealing effectively with distractions. And the solutions involve mindfulness, a clear sense of purpose, and really most of all, the willingness to change and grow. I hope this podcast episode was helpful to you. If you struggle with perfectionism and have a tip or hack that was helpful to you, I'd love you to share it with me. And as always, be sure to like, comment and subscribe to the Smart Connector podcast for more tips and advice on how to achieve personal and professional fulfillment and live the life of your dreams. Look forward to seeing you again soon.